Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We are your guides through sordid tales of pop culture, drugs, and saying the word fuck a lot. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis. So now is your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous, so please don't hurt yourself or your loved ones. But do subscribe. I'm James Thomas. Before the show started, we wanted to take the time here at Truckee Pacific to give a big shout out to the firefighters in Colorado and California that are out there keeping people safe, trying to put out these fires. Where I live, it's very, very smoky, and I can feel it and taste it in everything I do. So uh, a big shout out, your heroes, everybody. Yay, firefighters. And with that, welcome to the fifth night of the Democratic National Convention. Uh, they saved the best for last. We are, uh, this is the weed night. We're here just to literally talk about weed. We're going to have a bunch of different speeches in between where we all discuss what's going on. And uh, uh, they wasted all the money on the fireworks. But your special guest here with us is, as always, my friend Dave. Dave, how are you, man? Good, man. It's been a while. In the, the last few weeks, COVID's gone away. Uh, we're seeing a new level of unity in this nation that we've never seen before. I mean, the world is completely different since we went away like a month ago. Right? Right? Who would have known that the, the cure for COVID was actually just bleach and sunlight? I mean, I, that, that's insane. And, uh, and then a hydrochloric, was it hydrochloric colloquin? What the fuck does that say? The trunk. Yes. <laughs> I'm not even stoned. I can't pronounce it. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, yeah, like have a, a cocktail of that, and then a little mm-hmm. bit of bleach in there. Fucking cure COVID juice. in like a minute. It's amazing. Right? It only works if you sleep on a my pillow afterwards. Right. <laughs> the my pillow really takes you to a different level. Uh, with us is. Melody, who for an entire year, this is our year show, if you don't know, who, who for most of this year was Nancy. Uh, once we transitioned from audio to visual, our theory was like, hey, let's take classically brunette Melody and put her in a blonde wig, and then she will transition to Nancy. Well, <laughs> she decided that it made more sense just to dye her hair blonde and be Melody on the show. She put the wig on once and said, well, shit, that's it. That's just who I'm going to be. Melody, welcome. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Good. Very, very good. And, of course, the guy who was there for the very first show, he took a sabbatical almost uh, right after we uh, started and did our first show, which was we're actually off by like a week, right, Dave? It was sometime last week. Yeah, it was last week. It was last week. So... But we did our first show, and then Chris went out of the country, but he's Nerd Corner has been here repeatedly. Uh, Indeed. So happy to have him. Chris, how are you doing, man? Doing all right. Glad <laughs> to be here. Glad to be here. It's been a quick year. Very strange year. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, been a, it's been the same year over and over. It's fast. You know? it's, for doing literally nothing, it's really fast. That is strange. How we're able to do nothing and have it just continually. I don't know. It's Groundhog Day. Um, so really what I'm going to go ahead and do is we're going to start with what are we smoking? Because I have to do something right now. I, Dave's going to tell me 
what we're smoking, but watch the power of magic. Dave, take over. Oh no, I kind of just want to watch the power of magic. I don't, I don't really actually want to talk. So because uh-huh. it's our anniversary special and we are a weed themed show, um, I made the suggestion that we all go and get something special. So I have some, oh my God, magic. Um, right now I'm smoking a uh, Keefe roll joint that is uh, from Lightshade in Aurora. I'm going to give a shout out to Lightshade because they've been super killer. And it's called Enliven. And my THC is uh, 55%. So That, that seems wow. like that would be the opposite of enlivening. Like that might be So that's what I'm smoking. I'm fucking going to get all high tonight. So <laughs> I might not be making sense by the next 20 minutes. Nice. I have no idea what you said, but I'm sure it was a great description of whatever store's weed you bought your weed from. Uh, Nancy Melody, what kind of weed do you have? I'm smoking a Willie's Reserve Clementine, which is a sativa strain. And I don't usually buy a lot of pre rolls, but when I do, I do specifically like Willie's brand. Very, very I have all the store plans for these shows, but in real life, I don't. Clearly, clearly, we have plenty of joints and only a single lighter in this house. It's I. <laughs> um, I uh, right now am smoking a one eleven. You can't see it; the the light's too bright from there. But it's called one eleven. I bought it at I don't live well I bought it at live well the important thing about it the reason I bought this is because the name of this particular strand is where's Dave where's Dave is the name of the strand so it had to uh Dave isn't here man fuck you stole it from me god damn it (laughs) on his anniversary too oh I'm sorry, right. Dave. You'll always right. be here, though. I'll be in your hearts. Um, so if you guys are watching live, we are once again streaming. I'm assuming, usually I monitor Facebook. I'm hoping that Dave is taking over that aspect right now. Is fingers crossed. Uh, I am watching it, and there's two people watching. Nobody's commented yet. There you go. All right. As long as you're on top of it, we know what's going on there. Uh, so what have we been doing over the last year? Since we, since we went off the air, we went off the air uh, about two months. I'll go last. We're going to go in reverse circle from the way I see you. Uh, Nerd Corner. Chris, what are you up to? What, what's been exciting over the past couple of months? Um, not that much exciting. i uh, been doing school for the most part. So that, that's been keeping me busy. It's been nice to have something to uh, – keep me focused going through all of that but been doing that uh playing games when i have a chance uh slowly making my way through the wire which is one of those once i started watching i I decided i'm not gonna binge on it it's just it's been a fun slow burn but yeah just school watching stuff when i can occasionally playing a video game trying to keep crazy as 2020 just continues to be a dumpster fire it really does. It, yeah. it really does. So I will address this because it's not really set on the uh, layout, but uh, you're playing something very particular right now that I would I would like you to tell us about. Uh, 
What are you uh, playing right? Are you playing right. Right now, uh, what I've been doing is a lot of flight simulator, which is ridiculous. I have reached uh, peak middle-aged man, so have the uh, whole flight set up and all of that. It, it, it's kind of ridiculous, but uh, yeah, it, you know, it's been a lot of fun, especially with quarantine, and I don't know if it's because the... Uh, community that I'm most active on online is a bunch of middle-aged gamers, so I don't know if it's the best sample of how excited people are, but even beyond that, I'm seeing people talk about a flight sim game, and I'd have to imagine part of that is we're, we're all locked indoors now. And so it's kind of nice to be able to go, where do I want to go in the world since I can't fly anywhere, and if I'm in America, my passport is no good anywhere right now, so... But yeah, it's it, it's... It's been enjoyable. Yeah. I always like Flight Simulator from like yeah. the earliest computer thing out there. Yeah. And it gets some of the greatest bugs ever. There's a giant 90-story uh, ominous office tower in the middle of Melbourne. So. <laughs> the only time nice. I ever play Flight Simulators is I, my goal is to crash into the most dramatic way as possible. I just want to keep <laughs> flowing just enough until I get over a major metropolitan city, and then I just want to crash right now. See, and I would always do that. To that. <laughs> but, you know, and it's like in, in the previous ones, I would always do that or just like I'm going to fly one or two iconic things, go to like New York or go to Vegas, and that was it. And on this one, it's – I'm ashamed to admit, like I've looked up the little like visual flight maps and stuff like that. But I think part of it is because it just sims the real world, and it's like, oh, I, I really do feel like sitting down like – James and Melody have both heard me the last two nights. I've been flying from Denver up to uh, Jackson Hole. And it's like, this is oddly satisfying. Right. And boring. <laughs> he, he's, you're really playing flight. Dave's talking about how playing, you play flight, flight simulator as a young man. You are definitely playing flight simulator <laughs> oh, yeah. as a middle-aged man is what yeah. you're doing. Our Still taking Joel, like 747s down the Vegas Strip, though, because you have to reenact Con Air. Right, I right. have yet to successfully land it, but one of these days. Oh, see, that's awesome. Um, Mel, what have you been up to since we've been off the air? Uh, yeah, same as everybody else, trying not to go crazy. I work from home still, so there's that. I sit in this room a lot. Can you hear me better, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want I know there was some audio issues earlier. So yeah, there's that. Um rethinking my life, what I want to do with it. I wonder if there's more people out there doing that right now. Like I have a lot of free time, right? So we'll see what happens there. Exploring my options. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. always a good thing to be doing. I definitely yeah. don't think you're alone in that. I think this is a great time for reflection. When you're stuck in your house and there's really nothing to do, you are keeping yourself occupied with your mind and you start reevaluating what's important in your life. And, um, you know, we have, you know, a friend of the show, DW, he, you know, did the same thing where he reevaluated mm -hmm. and he rage quit, which, you know, 40 year old men don't do, but you know, this is the but time. This is the perfect time. You know, I think we're going to see a major Renaissance after this COVID thing goes away because people are going to start pursuing what they love. Uh, people who are already doing what they love are going to do it better. Uh, musicians are going to have better music. Computer programmers are going to write better programs. I mean, we're going to come out in a modern day Renaissance after this. I really firmly believe that. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. And you can either, you know, sit here and drive yourself crazy thinking you wasted my life, or you can realize that there's still time and you can always go back. Listen, my dad, he didn't go back to college until he was in his 50s. And now he's doing what he loves. He's, he's a private music teacher and he, he loves it. And that's what he was meant to do. So it's never too late. And so if you're out there and you're feeling like that, don't take it the bad way. Just look at your options. You have options. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Dave, what have you been up to? Well, I've been working a lot. Um, you know, things are starting to get a little bit more normal here in Colorado. So stuff is picking up at work. Um, my kiddo started school sort of this week. So that was great. Um, I had a new book come out about three weeks ago and we premiered as the number one sci-fi book on Amazon when it came out. Excellent. So, nice. you know, that's going really Congrats. well. And, um, that's awesome. Yeah. So talk about what doing what you love. You know, I love <laughs> smoking weed and talking pop culture and I love writing. And <laughs> fuck man, I couldn't ask for a better, uh, a better situation right now. You know, I'm a published author and I'm talking with my best friends getting high and we're talking pop culture. So you know, nice. do what you love, man. Yeah, and that's what it should, it, it's definitely about taking the time. We all realize that you know a disease can come wipe us out without any kind of uh, pre-warning. So take the time and do what you do. Um, I've been doing the same thing. Generally, you know, I've been working on uh, the Truckee Pacific website. We'll advertise it later, but there is a website. There is a Truckee Pacific website. Beautiful. That's where you can go and uh, you know find out anything you want to about us that we cared to share. And, uh, yeah, find all of our shows and everything. We'll talk a little bit more about that a little later. But that's what I've been doing. I've been playing on things on the side on the off time. Um, and so because I, we really want to get into the history of this year's show. I want to talk about that a lot. So we're going we're gonna to say what we're watching. Uh, <coughs> try not to get, like, super locked up in it so we can go to the history of the show. So what have we been, what's, if you had to tell one person, like, this is what I've been watching, what's your, what's your top one? We'll ask about other ones, but what's the one thing right now that you say you should be watching this? Why weren't you watching this? We'll start with Dave. Uh, one, one thing, I mean, I've been watching one so thing. much shit. I know you have more. I'm going to start with one. Let's, let's um, start with um, one. I will, Umbrella Academy season two hmm. okay. on Netflix. I I am about uh, halfway through, a little over halfway through season two of Umbrella Academy. It's pretty good. Here's the one thing I'll say about Umbrella Academy, without any kind of spoilers, uh, it, it it season two's problems is the exact same problems I had with season one. As far as it's a it's a slightly more cohesive story. Season one was not a great cohesive story. Season two is just slightly more cohesive. Is my is that the one that I tried to watch twice? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Chris, are you watching anything? Or do you want to defend what I said about Umbrella Academy? I see it in your oh. face. Uh, no, it's, I mean, it's season one was kind of uneven. It's, there were a lot of parts where it was style over substance. Right. Um, I don't know, really, all I'm watching right now is The Wire. And I, I've talked about that before when we've been here on quarantine. So, uh, I don't have anything I'm watching. One thing I would recommend people watch, um, just if you want something short on Netflix uh, that I watched when this whole thing started, Dracula. Dracula is, it's weird, but very entertaining. Uh, very, very British. And first, I, I love, I enjoyed Dracula as well. Uh, the first two episodes were great and, and you know, they're British. And so mm -hmm. they're like basically 
three movies all in a row. Yeah. Um, the first two episodes were great, and then the third one was awful. And I mean, trying to take it's hard to take it's, Dracula into the modern times. Um, and I don't think they did a very good job. But the first two episodes were fantastic. Mm. Yeah, it, it was interesting at the end because I went in not knowing the change on there. So I, it's... Yeah, the modern time stuff wasn't as good. But it, it's... I don't know. I liked it overall. Like you said, very British. And the stuff in the past, huge really close to the actual dracula story and i don't know the the present day i was like it was weird but even what they did it fit with the characters but yeah that's one of those it's short and sweet like three three and a half hours to get through all of it i like vampires so anything yeah. that has vampires i mean i'm a sucker for yeah, anything. Uh, vampires are always a good connection on there. Um, so <laughs> Mel's running out right now. Uh, we got dogs going out. There she is. She running away. So, um, so one thing I'm going to put uh, discuss, and if I was to give you one show, mm-hmm. I would say, uh, and I what I didn't expect it was Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. The animated series, I thought I wanted uh, HBO Max or Go, whatever it's called. A- Max. HBO Max, yeah. yeah. I thought I wanted HBO Max because I could have every episode of Doctor Who, which is a great feature of it. But I had been seeing people talk about this Harley Quinn uh, cartoon show like on the internet. They were like, it's just really good. It's just really good. And so... Uh, they have the two seasons they have of the Harley Quinn show on HBO go. And it's great. It's, it's honestly the, one of the funniest best DC things I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It's, you know, I've watched a couple episodes after you recommended it and it was good there. Although I do have to say, even as a Whovian myself, getting HBO max to be able to watch all the doctor who episodes is such a nerdy edge case. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> out of all the reasons it's like what are you here for snyder cut right. you know all, no. all, all the great dramatic television yeah award-winning movies it's like now here for doctor who I, that really is what <laughs> sold it to me like i was liking some of the stuff i was like in the advertisements of like elmo looked like it was going to be interesting all this kind of stuff but they were like every season of doctor who i was like well okay that's it hbo i know i will i will watch a lot of Doctor Who, and you'll have at least two movies on that I don't want to yeah. pay for at the Red Box, and that's what I'll do. Uh, Mel, you missed me talking about Harley Quinn. No, no, you took my, my that was what I was going to say. But since you already said that, one well, the other one would have been uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Like, I watched that quick by accident. It was great. Yes, and that was the show that was recommended here by numerous people. Yeah. But y'all still yeah. have not great. seen the movie, correct? We have not. I have not. <laughs> Well, it's it, I don't the show is great, to, and it's even funnier. I, mean, I, than I should, I will. Yeah, yeah, you'll. you'll and like movie. when I every time I've walked past and they have it on, like they it looks like they have the humor down, but it's like you you need to watch the movie now. The movie's just fantastic. We would watch it first, but it's not streaming anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's right. See, yeah. I can't. But I will. I, Dave, movie. I know you have more on your list. Dave, give me more. Give me more. What else are we gonna be watching? I know you had a list. I wasn't so, let you the most list. unexpected movie 
that I saw over quarantine is this crazy fucking movie called Guns Akimbo uh, with Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, I think it, it's very Scott Pilgrim style where it's based off a comic book, but it's like, it, it, it's not like a comic book movie, but it's based off a comic book where it's yeah. um, very exaggerated, um, just over the top blood and guts. It's a great movie. Uh, so Guns Akimbo. Really With great. Harry Potter. So yeah. I, I've heard Harry that Potter. one recommended. Yeah. So definitely that one's a great one. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog, surprisingly good. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly good. It's funny. I, I, I'm going to take your word on it because Dora and the uh, Lost City of whatever was a great movie. Was yeah. It's a movie that if it was made 15 years ago, I would have bought the DVD to both enjoy it personally and show it to people to see if they enjoyed it personally or play it off like I was showing it to them ironically. So that but, was... But with movies I mean. now, you'll be able to pay $30 yes. to, uh, to get the movie as long as you also keep paying every month. Segway, and that's the great thing. And here's the, and it's great because I want to talk about that, and we and that we will before we talk about the history of the show. Uh, two questions next week, next Friday, it's August 28th, and Bill and Ted are going to face the music. And you know what? I'm going to buy that shit. I don't know how much it's going to. I don't know how much it's going to cost. I don't know if I'm only going to be able to rent it or own it. If I can own it, I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. If I have to rent it, I will just rent it. And then in September, Mulan is coming on to Disney Plus where you buy it. Uh, and it just becomes part of your library because you paid for the $30 for it. My question is to all of you is, A, do you like this model? And B, will this model kill movie theaters as we know it? And I will start with whoever talks first. Okay. I'm good at doing that. <laughs> You're smart, man. You knew if I started talking, I would never. It's, I, I knew it was going to come down to me or Dave, so uh, I had to take my shot there. Go for it. I'm honestly in favor of it. Uh, the, the community that I'm on online, like I said, it's a bunch of nerdy middle-aged men. So we have people on there who are like decrying the death of the theater, which... And we'll point out, it's like, well, no, it's still great if you go to uh, an Alamo Draft House or do all of that. And I agree, you can have a great theater experience. Right. It's so many hoops to jump through now that I personally don't find it worth it. Like the last movie that I, I would have gone through specifically to get that theater experience was 1917. Before that, it was probably Fury Road. I love that experience. There will always be some place to do that. There's probably not going to be a hundred, and I'm fine with that. Um, Mulan, what they're doing, that business model, eh, that could go either way. But I, I think now that the genie's out of the bottle, especially when you have stuff like uh, Trolls World right. Tour, or whichever one it was, setting records, you're, people are not going to want to go back to not having day and date in some form. Right. And... Even even the price, I'm fine with it. To me, it's a little bit expensive, but I also realize it's single guy, no kids. So $30 is more than I would spend to go to a movie. For right. a lot of people, that's not. But I, I'm fine with this. You know, I have a nice setup. I have surround. I have a projector. Um, I, I, I know it's making uh, Christopher Nolan sad somewhere because he keeps pushing back tenant. Uh, because it has to be seen in a theater 
but right. I'm if that experience goes away for the most part, I'm okay with that. Only thing is give me Avatar 2 whenever it comes out. Beyond that, I'm really fine with not going to theater for a long time because I can get 90% of the experience at home. Mm. But not with that. <laughs> Counterpoint, David. Well, I would, it's not necessarily a counterpoint because I agree with Chris. Oh. This is how I foresee a future. This is how it's going to go. There's going to be movie theaters are going to be exclusively massive blockbuster movies. All your you know, Fast and Furious movies, all your Star Wars movies, MCU movies. That is what is going to be in a theater. Um, and then you'll have like artists like Christopher Nolan who will you know, throw up an IMAX movie. But all the smaller movies that are now going to theaters and you know, only available in like 200 you know, theaters across the country, all that stuff is going to go straight to on demand. And so you know, theaters are going to only be big movies. All the small movies are going to go on demand and they're going to fight. And then eventually people will get sick of watching nothing but Marvel movies in the theater. And then all these artist uh, houses will start opening back up. It's just a cycle. And right now we're in a cycle where people are afraid to go out. So they're going to watch more movies unless it's a big event. All right. I have a ladies perspective on this. Can I say one thing? Okay. Okay. Jump in. I I was just going to say, I agree with you for the pretty much that it is going to be the, the tentpole films. It's going to be your Marvel and all that. Um, I think with the smaller ones, so you're, what you're going to end up with is a weird thing where it will be those tentpole movies and then the super niche ones. It'll be the indie ones. What you're going to lose is every mainstream movie in between art house and people in spandex saving the world. Right. Right. There you go. Uh, Mel, what do you think? Female perspective. There's no female. I mean, I'm, Okay. I'm, How do women feel about me? As a woman, I care as a woman, take care of your babies. You there are times that, that matters in this group, but this is not one of them. Right. I don't know. How I'm does a, the business model? How does a woman feel about that particular business model? How does it look like to a woman? No. What do you think? I'm, is it a good business model? I, I think. I mean, what else are they going to do? Right. They have these movies that were mostly made or maybe already made, and so you got to do something. They're missing, like. You know, the theaters, obviously, you're missing out on a lot, and there's nothing you can do about that, but the the, the people who made the movies need to, you know, retire on that. That's, right. that's fair. $30, I think, is almost, I think it's pushing it as far as price, because Chris is right, like, the single guy, maybe if you buy food and alcohol at a theater, you'll spend 30 bucks, mm-hmm. but who really spends $30 a person? You know, a family of four, that's a great deal. So it, it it's it really depends. It's like Mulan, thirty dollars makes sense because it's yeah. Disney, it, you know. But I, I don't know that every movie would make sense. <coughs> so well, that's the whole point, though. Is this is a test to see mm-hmm. how it goes, right? And we'll see how it goes. I'm fine with movie theaters closing, except for butter. I really their butter is better than any other butter. Like you know, that is true. I'm one of those movie theater butter fans. So Process oil that. butter. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. My general opinion, and then I'll let you guys respond to mine, is my argument about the $30 would be to this. Every single one of us grew up in the late 90s. If you had the transition to DVDs, you know what I mean? If you saw a movie in a theater and you liked that movie so much and when it came out, you wanted to own it, in 1999, you're paying $30 for that. $30 
to own and watch a movie, I maybe it could be a reasonable thing that you would pay as one person. You, if Fury Road only came out like that as a single male, thirty dollars would seem like a freaking. If that was the only way it was distributed, you know. Well, I mean, you, you know, I've done the rentals before, like even for for those middle of the road movies, like right. when uh, King of Staten Island came out, and ended up getting that, and that was twenty dollars, which seemed like it, it, just the sticker value of it in my mind seemed like a lot. Right. But being able to watch it at at home with my parents, and then have you guys be able to watch it, right. and it was one of those like the value proposition made a little bit more sense to me but then but it comes down to i can go all right it'll get use out of that if you are the guy who's in the apartment and it's the 48 hour rental that that becomes a little bit harder to sell to whereas with mulan it's in this weird space where you're getting the day and date rental but it's an extended rental if you have disney plus and it's it puts that in its own kind of odd area there it's a mod man it's a mod on a video game or it's an expansion pack basically what they're saying is like you like disney plus when did you like disney plus with milan for 30 more dollars and then after they got everybody to pay 30 dollars they're like all right now it's free you know now that mods get to go people who have disney plus should not be charged the same amount as people who don't though i mean well come on and there's no way to rent it without having the Disney Plus as well. You have to do oh. at least yeah. oh, you have to do at least one month. Right. So that becomes a weird model. And like you said, if it eventually oh. becomes available on the service. Which but what's to stop Disney? Because they're not always known for the the uh most altruistic or even consumer friendly uh business practices. So what's to stop them then from creating they said the Disney Vault is gone, but now you have the second tier. Right. Something like Mulan that'll come to the service the same way that films came to VHS 12, 18 months later. Hmm. Who's to say that won't happen. It's like, we'll let you rent all of these movies and you can keep them as long as you have the service. And then they'll eventually show up a year, year and a half, two years later. Right. That's that's, that's my worry with them going with this hybrid that they're working on. That's, what are you talking about? That's brilliant. That's how you make some money. With that said, <laughs> no, I get it. Um, I think theater. Uh, my other thing is, I think theaters are going to close. They're going to con- condense. We're used to having a lot yeah. of theaters in a small amount of spaces. That will not be the way anymore. We will lose probably a third to half of the theaters we have in this country right now. I will, however, predict that drive-ins will actually reverse their current trend of closing and you may see more of that just because of the neatness of drive-ins and because we are narrowing down the kind of movies we play blockbuster movies are fun to watch in drive-ins too so it sounds like all of us are kind of okay with the model and kind of okay with the theater closing i knew that would be fun and interesting i'm glad that you brought us down that path good job with that we have been doing this a year a year and a week yeah. um and there is a legend. There is a legend that legend on on our John very legend? John Legend on our very first show, which which Mel nor Nancy wasn't even there. She was the, she was physically there, and no, she, wasn't. you were at the house. No, you weren't. No, no, no. that's right. You weren't even there. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't real no proof of it. Yeah, no, I wasn't yeah. here. I never saw it. Our buddy DW was our audio guy. And he was just there. 
he wasn't going to talk, but we did get him to talk a little bit, which was funny. Uh, but it was it was it was funny. And listen, we have done some great shows. We're pretty funny on a regular basis. I think back to that show, and I don't know if you two agree with me, but I will still say, to this day, it was the funniest show that we had recorded. It just had, there were just uh, so many zings because we just didn't know yeah. what we were doing. And we played off each other so correctly. I mean, it was, it was just, it worked. And yeah. it was just... But it disappeared, okay. as it happens sometimes. We had a Big Brother show last week that disappeared. But there is a legend of that show that, like, one day it will show back up on my computer underneath <laughs> a completely different name thing. It, and it'll just be audio. It won't even be our faces, which you could have seen our faces that night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but before it went all video and – Yeah. Yeah, that show uh... – I, I've never had a show where I snorted Coke Zero out my nose because we were laughing so hard. And we will forever know as a Randy Newman's mini pizza. Randy Newman's be, pizza. Yeah. Randy Newman's mini pizza. And nobody. Small will, pizza. Nobody, Short pizzas. Short, short pizza. pizza's got no problems. That's the problem. Like, nobody will know this joke. It is literally an inside joke that only yeah. three or four people will remember. But those right. are the best kind of inside jokes. <laughs> the ones that you say and people look at you confused and walk away. <laughs> like, do they know it's Randy Newman doesn't make pizza? Joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it was one of those things. The, the first episode was uh, so strong, and uh, then we all downhill we, since then. All downhill. <laughs> yeah, you know, we started at the peak, and it's just been a straight ride down in that valley ever since. How the fuck we made it a year is pretty amazing in 2020 like <laughs> yeah. that that alone is yeah. something to be commended absolutely no we had some and and there were some interesting things that had happened along the way the same dw <coughs> was a guest on one show and he was our, our first, first our first guest uh because nancy was on the show by then nancy had already came in while chris went out of town uh and dw uh, came in and he was the first person that this ever happened and I and I have a theory about it. He's the first person that ever got up in the middle of a show and just walked out. And like he walked out once and then he came back and he was in for a second and then he just walked out and, and we all realized at one point like he is done with the show. Yeah, yeah, right. This is the end of the show. <laughs> He's not he, he and and it's because we got so high and it was the middle of the day too. It was hot. Yeah, hot and we were hot. People don't realize that you know the Mahai podcast can fucking smoke some weed, like a lot of weed. Yes, yes. And when it's when it's the middle of a sunny, sunny day, and we normally do this at night. It's normally seven o'clock, sometimes eight o'clock. You know, uh, we normally do this at night, so it's the middle of a like it's like two o'clock on a Saturday, mm -hmm. and it's super hella hot, and we're super high, and, and DW is just done. He's like, "That's it, I'm out." Uh, and he didn't even say it. He just he just got up, just walked out of the room. Um, and so and then we went on location. We went to Courtney's and we did an entire show with Courtney. You know, which was super exciting. Yeah, only we only started like an hour late because I got I went to the wrong address and it took me fucking forever to find that place. And you guys got there like early. Yeah, we're efficient. But Courtney, we, drive, we both drove for Lyft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew that area. Yeah. Uh, Cool thing is that Courtney is going to join us for an episode uh, in the next few weeks, and so uh, we're going to welcome her back. Nice. Nice. 
Um, so what what did you guys most enjoy? Like I gave you a couple of just the things that I thought were neat, and that's what I enjoyed. Does anybody else have a story they want to tell or what they enjoyed about like doing this year? Well, when I, I really enjoy doing the, the Zoom shows uh, because I get to see you guys when we're mm-hmm. um, in the, doing just the, the podcast, which was great, but I couldn't see. I had to like, look down the table in order. Right. Here, I can see your guys' faces, and I think it's easier for us to play off each other a little bit. I think it's elevated the show. Plus, we can do cool things like backgrounds and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I love most about the show is the fact that we just we try shit all the time. Like, let's try this. Cool. Let's try that. Cool. Mm. Like, we don't, you know, James and I, uh, we play off each other real well. We don't, you know, we're always, you know, best idea wins. And so uh, we are willing to try just about anything. And I think it's created, you know, from where we were in uh, the mysterious episode number one and then episode number two to where we are now, um, you know, not perfect, but we are great. I think we're funny. Um, you know, we've had 500 people watch our last video, which is pretty fucking cool. And it was about like Hamilton and stuff. So no. I think, you know, because we have this great relationship where we're just, we just try new stuff. I think it's elevating our show. I would agree. I would agree. I think it's, I think that we've, uh, included people, which was always good, which is always what you want to do. You know, mm-hmm. Santori came out, Mel came in as Nancy, Chris came in and he, you know, he's he, he was in the beginning and, and he took on his own thing into the nerd corner and gave us an ability to reach other people who have yeah. different interests in generally what we're going to talk about or what we talk about on this specific show. And it, it allowed us to expand out. And we got DW now, or not DW, DK, who comes in and helps <laughs> us out. All the DW doesn't do anything with us. Yeah, he doesn't want anything to do with us. He doesn't. He's not. Yo, That's uh, how I, he plays. Sarah I, I tells us to get off his lawn. Right. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to add in there is uh, I really like that we have so many different contributors on the show because we have some really talented people. Uh, and Mel, like your uh, expertise in like music. I mean, you know, we can have full on episodes revolving on music. Mm. And, you know, Chris, video games. When we had a video game episode, I mean, like fucking we had so much to talk about. We, and that's one thing I love about the Mile High podcast mm-hmm. is that people smoke weed. It doesn't matter if you like country music or classical music, you smoke weed. And so we're, we have shows with people who are, you know, knowledgeable about those particular um, areas. Like we have shows for you. And so, you know, we have, a, I think, a broader audience because we have so many different talented people on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I yeah, no, it's and you better so, agree. I'm, I'm giving you guys pats on the back. Um, <laughs> that came I'm from my high, soul. This fucking enliven knocked me on my ass. I mean, like, I'm not even done with it, and I'm fucking high as shit. Yeah, Liven. that's what you. That's the good way to do uh, a good beginning of the the summer season is what I'm calling it. I was gonna call it the fall season, but I know fall's not that close well pumpkin spice latte comes out on tuesday man so Uh, i think that's official yeah what's that about why are they coming out so early what what is that about why do you keep releasing pumpkin spice stuff (laughs) it's the same time every year everybody's like you guys do it earlier and i do the same thing with christmas no it's the same time actually it was like four days later this year than it was last year just because of how the weeks ran no so i think that's the unofficial start to fall so we can call this stuff 
the fall finale. I have finale. to admit, I just saw a headline and I didn't look into it because I assumed why would anybody make that up? It seemed, you know, inconsequential in the long run. But what do I know? It's the internet. I should have known better. Fake latte news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fake news latte edition. Yeah, the the pumpkin spice latte is just the McRib of Starbucks. That except it comes back every that's, year. I mean, that's a metaphor that works, but that's a very tortured metaphor, right? <laughs> <laughs> or simile. No, because uh, when you drink a pumpkin spice latte, you're like, oh, I feel good. You know, weather's getting ki- cold. You know, you eat a fucking McRib, and you're like, I'm so embarrassed right now. I can't believe I, I ate the whole fucking I thing. Eat my like, McRib I, with pride. I'm ashamed. I I don't I've know. Never had one. Like I call people up. So I, I start a Zoom meeting. I actually have been working on a uh, podcast for when it comes back. It'll be the special <laughs> episode. <laughs> man, people would watch the shit out of that. Man, they would listen. It, it, the yeah. audience, it overlaps there. <laughs> yeah, it's a small audience, but they're very passionate. Yeah, man. About you know, McRibs. Mc, it's, <laughs> I don't know how we get to it, but once you get to McRibs, you have to stay there for a while because McRibs, I can't believe, Mel, you've never had one. It's really an you are so You are so smart. Do not. Don't even try it. There's, there's nothing good that can come from eating a McRib. It's my parents were hippies. So my parents were hippies. I didn't even have McDonald's for the first time until I was like 11 or 12. It made me really sick. I might have been 10. But I was young, and I remember it made me really sick, and I was like, I'm never eating that again. It wasn't until later when I started smoking weed that fast food made more sense. <laughs> like, now I get Just, it. Yeah. Yeah, we were at Taco Bell almost every other night, and that's why I look the way I do, because I learned some bad <laughs> habits that I'm still trying to break at 41 years old. It's tough. Never any cycle. The weed doesn't help. I try. I don't know how you can stay as thin as you do, Mel. But when I when I smoke, I have to have something, and I I'll pile in fruit and shit around, and then like I will dig through the fruit and like ah, there we go, popsicles. And I don't know how you do it. I've gained so much weed. That's weight. why you should stop storing popsicles in the fruit. Right. <laughs> or that's right. just going to keep happening. Right. It seems messy. Like, why do I keep doing this? Right. It's amazing they always melt. It's like, it's like I have to drink them. I don't know. Is there, am I doing something wrong here? I know you live with a very, very talented baker, too, and that's very challenging. I, couldn't, yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I don't that's mind hard. popsicles. Like, I'll have, like once or twice a week, I eat whatever I want, and I mean for a, wa- a lot of whatever I want. But other than that, I don't know. It kind of sucks sometimes. <laughs> but it is what it is. It is what it is. But thank you, and you can do it. You can do it. Do it. I find ways around. Like if I want sweet and salty, instead of eating like junk food, I have like an apple and I put peanut butter on top. You know, but you have to know what you're craving. Yeah, we definitely need to keep. We always we keep a lot of peanut butter in this house. I peanut love butter. Yeah. I love peanut butter. That's so good. Crunchy. I'm a crunchy guy. Crunchy no, or skinny? No. Or, uh, uh, creamy or crunchy? It's got to be creamy. Crunchy. Why? Why? Crunchy, why do man. I want to have to choose something in the middle of like oh it's this texture, delicious man. sweet sandwich? It's not about the I'm taste, like, dude. Oh. It's the texture. I. I, I appreciate texture on food, but not when I'm having like a nice sweet sandwich. I'm like, you know what would make this better? Just something that I'm gonna have to chew on a little bit and work at. No. I like peanut butter. I like peanut butter with chips. I like peanut butter with pickles. I generally like peanut butter with crunchy things, I think. I think it uh 
in my mind, it works. And so, but see, that's I, I won't do crunchy peanut butter, but I will do peanut butter and jelly with chips. Yeah, because yeah. then it, it's a softer crunch. I don't have to work as hard. But I'll put some weird chips. I'll put some weird <laughs> just because in my rule, it's like they're just chips, and it's like, but no, James, that one's supposed to taste like. Uh, like a street taco. And I'm like, I know, but it's just chips and I'm going to put it in the middle of my people. I have no rules I, except <laughs> not tortilla. That's stupid. Every flavor of the world of regular potato chips, I will put in there, but I won't put a tortilla chip in my peanut butter and jelly. So. That's, that's a very weird hold up there. There I you prefer- go. Oh. You know no. what's funny too? It's like, you know, this is one thing I love about the Mile High Podcast is that we have we have an idea of where we want to go by the end of the night, but there's a lot of different ways to get there. So if by getting to the end, we have to talk about peanut butter and chip sandwiches, then fucking hey man, we're going to talk about some peanut butter and chip sandwiches. And I love that. You know, what's funny is that when Mel said she didn't get a vote, I was actually pointing to her on the screen. I know. And no, no, you did it. Cause <laughs> there's no way you could know. I was like pointing to, I was, I was so high that I was pointing to your picture on the screen. Like you talk now. And I was like, and then I realized afterwards, I was like, she, she can't see my hand. Start to talk. Oh, well. yeah. It doesn't matter. No, I just thought it was, I was explaining how high I was. I was very, very high. With that, with that, we were going to talk about what we're doing, but actually Mel and Chris have seen something. Uh, we're going to close out the show, but I want Dave to see something that he hasn't seen yet. So everybody shut We've up. We've been telling him he needs to have a doctor look at it, Dave. I'm right. sorry he's going to show you as well. <laughs> what well, do you it, think? It better not be his colon. I'm going to be very disappointed <laughs> if it's his colon. All right. Everybody shut up. Now we're moving on. <laughs> It's so what we do. It might not be my calling. Shit was tight. It's pretty. That's good. Man, that music kind of made me want to cry a little bit. That's the, right? that's the emotion I was going for. I wanted people to know how good Trucky Pacific is. Yeah. It was weird. Now that it cut back, everybody's in a different position on my screen. Like the whole oh, time. Yeah. We've been Look, are they in mm. different positions for you guys too? No. Yeah. Chris and Dave switched for me. Yeah, we're all we're all different. Yeah, very strange. <laughs> it don't matter. All right, guys. So yeah, this is the uh, this was the first show. Any kind of quick plugs that you want to go in? Everything was pretty much plugged for me in that video. <laughs> yeah, everything, everything is pretty much. <laughs> James is well and James truly has plugged a now. A lot of stuff now, going on. <laughs> gonna um, now time to have prunes. Dave, Dave, do you have any other plugs that I did not include in? the video i surprised you with no that's pretty much it i you know go check out race to space event horizon 2 uh that's really the only thing i want to plug because uh you know i put a lot of time and effort in that book and it's a great book so go check it out leave a review please there you go and uh (laughs) chris are you (laughs) 
Are you plugging anything? Uh, no plugging for me today. Um, <laughs> just, I, um, I might have some stuff coming up on uh, Nerd Quarter soon, and it's just not a good segue, because I was going to say, like, I finally decided to go into VR chat and was looking at doing a video on that, and that just does not work well. <laughs> like, you know, I went into this place with a whole bunch of Sonic avatars, and... <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Now I'm going to be plugging something, but um, no, uh, keep a uh, eye on Nerd Corner. Links will be up there. Uh, trying, I have a, about a week break uh, until school starts up again, so I might try to do some streaming, but do want to get some longer form stuff that I'll be putting up on the YouTube, so keep your eyes on that space. If not, I'll be floating in and out here, so that's my plug. <laughs> so people can come watch you float in and out? Oh, yeah. Check out the youtube mel you got anything to yeah I'm, I'm on the yeah you covered my stuff too it was in the now. video yeah I'll, so that's pretty much it guys thank you Thanks. so much for coming <laughs> hey it was a sweet video didn't you hear it that was. emotional music yeah it was People great cry. so thank everybody <laughs> I'm glad you all came out to the fifth day of the Democratic National Convention. Uh, if you want to see us on Facebook, go to at Mile High Podcast and at Truckee Pacific, Instagram at Mile High. You know what? Go to www.truckeepacific.com and at the very bottom, you have links to both of them. You can go to Mile High Podcast from there at, on Facebook. You can go to Mile High Podcast on Instagram. If you need to email us, email us at themilehighpodcast at gmail.com and at truckypacific at gmail.com. And we narrow down to one Venmo, and that is at truckypacific303. We're slowly giving people our addresses and our phone <laughs> numbers. I just, like, want to know where Dave and James grew up? Here's their streets. The beginning of their phone numbers were this. Next, their address. <laughs> Eventually, our, our emails are going to be our social security <laughs> numbers, and I... For one, I'm voting against that. So, but <laughs> if you Sorry, want, it's already out there, man. It's already out there. And if you hard. want all the plugs, go to the Mile High Podcast OnlyFans page. You can find links on there. <laughs> right. Make plugs sure you hit subscribe and the little bell. R yeah. Ring that, ring that icon. <laughs> and I don't know what they say. Are we doing the show next? We're doing the show next week, right? We're doing James's games. Yes. yes. Next yeah. week on the twenty eighth, we will be recording a James's game. It will probably be live on Facebook because that's what we do. It's a cheap, easy way to make all of you watch us. So, sort of. Uh, I know exactly what it's going to be about, and uh, none of the contestants will until it. And I don't know who's all going to be on it. All three of you are invited. I may invite more people. Who knows? I'll be there. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see All you right. later. All right. Good night. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.